Hello and welcome. I'm Pastor Vince, and this is Applying God's Word, a Bible teaching ministry from the Word of God. This is study number 58, titled, Who Do You Say That I Am? Our questions for God are usually numerous, but have we deeply considered the questions that He asks us? Because God is all-knowing, His questions isn't to discover something new, but to challenge us to consider the state of our own hearts. At some point in our lives, perhaps even today, we are faced with answering this question as we go about living our lives. Who do we say Jesus is? So, how would you personally answer Jesus if he asked, but who do you say that I am? Jesus poses the question in Matthew 16, verses 13 through 16, Mark 8, verses 27 through 29, and Luke 9, verses 18 through 20. In all three accounts, Jesus first asks, who do people, or the crowds, say I am? The disciples answer with, some say John the Baptist, Elijah, or one of the prophets of long ago, who has come back to life. Then comes a very specific question from Jesus. But what about you, he asked, who do you say I am? Jesus' question, who do you say I am, wasn't a sign of ignorance. He knew all things, including what was on the disciples' minds. His question was aimed at provoking the disciples to consider their heart and level of faith. The immediate response to his question make it clear why he asked them, in Luke 9, verse 18, Jesus began the conversation by asking a related question. Who do the crowd say I am? In response, the disciples related the various opinions they had heard, pointing to the fact that the crowds viewed Jesus as someone extraordinary. But the crowd's guesses were all wrong, so Jesus directs the question to the disciples themselves. Who do you say that I am? In other words, are you following the crowd? Are you sticking with the conventional wisdom about me? Or do you have another more insightful answer? What do you really think? Matthew 16, verse 16. Simon Peter answered, You are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. By this time, the disciples had seen many miracles, including the raising of a widow's son in Nain, the calming of a storm, the casting out of many demons from a man known as Legion, and the feeding of 5,000. The disciples knew that Jesus was more than a prophet. He was absolutely unique. He was, in fact, God in the flesh. In response to Peter's declaration, Jesus expresses the blessedness of his faith here in Matthew 16, verse 17. Blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for this was not revealed to you by flesh and blood, but by my Father in heaven. God, in his grace, had opened the disciples' eyes to see Jesus for who he truly was, and this is needed for every single one of us as well. So Jesus asked the question, Who do you say that I am? And he receives the correct, divinely inspired response from Peter. 
This marks a turning point in Jesus' teaching ministry with his disciples. At that time, the Lord began to give his disciples additional information, as shocking as it was for them to hear. Matthew 16, verse 21. From that time on, Jesus began to explain to his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things at the hands of the elders, the chief priests, and the teachers of the law, and that he must be killed and on the third day be raised to life. Jesus' question, who do you say that I am, is a good example of one of his teaching methods. Asking a question demands engagement, promotes thinking, and then draws out a considered response. Jesus' question and subsequent teaching also illustrate the progressive nature of God's revelation and our need for growing in faith. Throughout history, God has revealed his message gradually, starting in Genesis and continuing through Revelation. He did not reveal any more than mankind needed or was capable of receiving at any given time. Also, Jesus' delay in introducing the subject of his death and resurrection suggests that the disciples' faith needed to mature to the point that they could hear and understand. All of us are called to grow in our faith. We are to be disciples of Jesus. Matthew 28, verses 19 through 20. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. There is always more to learn of Christ, remembering Hebrews 6, verse 1. Therefore, let us move beyond the elementary teachings of Christ and be taken forward to maturity. As a disciple of Jesus, it is my prayer that your life continues to reflect the truth of Christ and that you are always ready to answer this all-important question, but who do you say that I am?